I want to set an intention for everybody who's listening that it's absolutely fun and wonderful and they get a lot out of it and they feel happy energy because I want to send happy energy with this um, podcast. I said that very long-windedly. <laughs> We're trying to send out some positive vibes. That's basically what Maya is saying. <laughs> yeah, I just want to send positive vibes. Okay. There's not enough of that going around right now. So, And it's the holidays. Yes, I'm really excited. And the holidays are just something special. I've actually never been really home for the holidays. So this is sort of a first for me. Um, most of the time I'm set like working or I decide to pick up extra shifts just because, you know, it's the holidays and you don't usually get paid a little bit more to work it. But I think one of the best things that I'm most thankful for is that I am here with my family, even though it's uh, kind of nerve wracking and, and, and different this year uh, out in the outside world. But um, it's really awesome to be able to be home for the holidays, as they say in, in music. And uh, one of the things that my family has a tradition of doing every, almost every year, I haven't been home for the past year or so to do this, but we actually have the holiday tradition of going to the Texas Renaissance Festival. And for anyone who knows what a Renaissance Festival is like, or I mean, I can equate it to a Comic-Con almost because you have a bunch of adults and kids dressed up and you are thrown back into a medieval world. Now it is what you make of it because um, you can go not dressed up Mm -hmm. and not playing a character but I will tell you that you will get more you will get more harassment from people who are dressed up and the shopkeepers because you are like um, prey in that <laughs> sort of scenario you're supposed like, to you're, be in that era right yeah in you're that time well, period. I mean you're you can be in that time period you could be a wizard you could be an anime character. It doesn't matter. Okay. Renfair is like this melting pot of whatever you want to make of it. Like I could go in my PJs and wear a belt and put a big old mug on my hip and I would be openly accepted into that world because I am one promoting, um, you know, comfort and two <laughs> probably look like a beggar and three, most of all, I'm supporting the drinking habit by carrying a big mug. So, you know, if you're going to go to Renaissance Festival, most people go there to get drunk. I, I don't blame you. But, you know, w one of the things I really love about it is that you can dress up and be whatever you want to be. And people are just awesome there. And sometimes, you know, you look around and the costumes that people invest in or are so thoughtful um, when they come up with their character. It's just amazing to see these people come to life. I mean, I... I can personally say that I'm a little bit more shy and reserved when it comes to me dressing up to go out in public right now. But at Renfair, I will do everything I can to be the most flamboyant person out there. Got the, you know, the jewels, the the sparkles, the, you know, rugged look. I can do whatever I want to do. And the one thing that I can say is that my family does stick out. I mean... We're not your typical Renfair folk. 
Um, and my mom is like probably, you know, just this Asian woman who you would never think who would dress up for Ren Fair. And then she has the most gaudy hat that I've ever seen in my life. It has like a wingspan of three feet across. And she has no um, sense of depth perception, no peripheral vision. <laughs> she knocks people out with this big hat as she walks along. And she could care less because <laughs> she is living the dream. That poor pheasant. I don't know how many lives were sacrificed for that oh, hat. Wow. But if you can imagine wearing a three-foot with hat made of feathers... That is what she is. So she's like this woman, little woman with a big hat. Is she like and five feet? She, is she five feet She's tall? like I about, she's about uh, five, um, three. Oh, okay. And wearing this big old hat around. And, and we've made friends with people who work there and our outfits just build and build. So I can say that if you go there and you're not dressed up, you will leave with something you know, to start building your character and your persona. And and I think it, it really comes back to people want to have a different life to escape to sometimes. And I think Renaissance Festival gives not just me, but everyone who goes, like something else. Like just break out of this, you know, mold of, you know, daily life. If I'm like walking up to you in this awesome pirate costume, looking like a badass, I mean, you're going to be like, hey, I want to do that. Like, I want to be a pirate for a day. And you can be that. And I think that's why a lot of us flock to Comic Cons, Ren Fairs, Halloween. I mean, Halloween, they always say Halloween, is like the one. My favorite, favorite holiday. Because I love that. one time you can just do whatever you want to do and there's no judgment. Yep. Dress up and be as weird as you want. Or just have fun. I love that. I love that. And it's okay to be weird. Like, we need this more than ever. We need to be <laughs> ourselves and have that breakout role, even if it's only for a few hours, you know. But Renaissance Festival does occur for several weeks um, from October to November. And that's just one of our traditional holidays. It's not traditional for everyone. But for us, we go every weekend when we're here and we're available and rain or shine. I mean, I went there and it was super muddy and it was raining and pouring rain. But there are diehard people out there wearing their outfits. <laughs> and I was one of them. And I really enjoy it. And so I want to share that with you all. You know, people ask me, what's your holiday tradition? It's the Renaissance Festival. And I get the weirdest looks. I get the, what is that? And yep. I mean, even with you, I shared it recently. And I don't know, know what we'll that put, is. We'll I'm have excited to, put up a to go. Pictures. It's just, I showed you and you were like, wait a minute, that whole thing is like a village. And I'm like, yeah. And people are just doing whatever they want. But the best part about it is the food. I mean, okay. So there's food, there's shopping. Are there rides too? There's rides and they're mostly like themed as in, you know, like old Renaissance rides. So there's like swings, the king swing. There's a pirate ship you can go on. There's a huge slide. My um, nieces love it. There's like a fake jousting. You like ride this horse on almost like it looks like a roller coaster track and you try to joust with, um, you know, test your skills and stuff. Okay. And I mean, <laughs> there's just a lot of it's a theme, but it's so big. It's the biggest Renaissance festival in the world. And 
there's several of them in every state almost. And I've been to a few of them, but I can say that the Renaissance Festival here is amazing. Well, I I definitely have to go at least once. At least once. I love I love to play dress up, so I'm there. At least once. I mean, if you if you like to dress up, I mean, this is like this is like Candyland for my. So, you know, I just really wanted to be able to share that. And um, I have multiple costumes. Like that sounds weird, but I dress up as a pirate. I dress up as a cavalier. Dress up as a French courtier. Like there's just so many different um, like personas I can put on. I think my favorite right now is this like assassin's creed sort of look is just i you know i've got my leather on and this amazing hat that i haven't shown you but i think you saw a picture of it and it's just it's just fun you know like who 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 thinks of these things right yeah no i totally i totally want to do it i haven't even gone to a comic-con but i've driven past them like uh, we have one here at the convention center in hawaii and the street is just flooded all around the convention center with so many people dressed up in costumes. I couldn't get tickets. I actually did try to go um, and I just wasn't able to go. So one year I'm going to have to plan better, but I feel like I don't want to go if I don't have a really cool costume. I think you really got to dress up. Otherwise they're just going to, you know, mock you or something. Like you didn't put any effort into this. I wouldn't say they would mock you, but it's just more like, why not? I think the, the, the theme of it is, why not? You only yeah. live once and somebody's giving you an opportunity to live a different life, mm-hmm. even for a day. So embrace it, my. Yeah, embrace I can't it. wait. When I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I totally want to go. Don't worry. I, I can uh, help you with your outfit. Yeah, I totally want we'll to do it. You got to plan. You got to plan that stuff out. Especially if you're going to do something complicated, you got to like almost build your own outfit. Well, the one thing I can say is you're not allowed to be a wench. Okay, I I wouldn't choose that. No one. barmaid, no wench. Like I just cannot see that occurring, and <laughs> I feel like it's a strict rule. If I'm walking around with you, like you're not allowed to attract attention in that way. I would want to go for like the superhero, or you know, something cool with comfortable shoes. <laughs> well, I, I the want shoes flats. that we wear. The sh- <laughs> no, you don't want flats. You don't want flats. You want boots. Like boots are it fine. Can be muddy. I you're just gonna, want you're heels. Step in horse poo, like yeah. you know. Yeah. No heels. Oh my no gosh. heels. Never. Yeah, I just heels don't want heels. For the run Yeah. Right. And for Comic Con. And for Halloween, I really because those are like all day, all night kind of party situations, and you want to have comfortable footwear. It's true. I see those girls who wear this. They start off with the pretty heels and then they're barefoot for the rest of the night. I think every occasion that I've had to wear heels, like they, they're gone by the, by hour one. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you know what? There's, there's no point. Why, Why do we do they it? They want to be tall when they walk in, mm-hmm. but they don't care when they walk out. Right. Yeah. So it's comfort. They already made their entrance. It's all about the entrance. I really think, you know, if you're going to make an impression, at least make the first. Mm-hmm. Something rem- like that. I remember um, uh, my cousin showing up uh, to this party and it had grass. It was a mix of grass and cement areas. And she came out. She was 
dazzling and beautiful. And as soon as she took one step on the lawn, which is beautiful, her heels sank. <laughs> and then <laughs> she had to switch she to was... slippers in her fancy dress. <laughs> thank goodness. What I would have told her is, thank you for aerating the lawn. <laughs> yeah. Because you're just poking <laughs> holes all the way through. She did. They were really nice shoes. <laughs> Okay, note for the future, if you ever get married on the lawn, there's no point in wearing heels. No. No, no. you're just going to sink on through. Yep. But I got to uh, give people props, though, who can wear those heels, though. They're, I mean, the base on them, I saw a pair of those red bottoms, and they were just like maybe the size of a golf tee. And I was like, how do you balance? Those ladies are standing on their toes. They are standing on their toes. All their weight is only on the front of their feet. That's the only way that works. Or they find a rock and step on the rock. I've had to do that. Like, oh, oh, here's a rock. My foot can rest. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. I've never (laughs) thought about that. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, I get it. Yep. You gotta find 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 something in the ground that's going to be harder so it can support your weight. Um, oh, my That's Christmas so traditions. We do the white elephant game. And I don't know if it's that's what other people call it. Um, I was introduced to it um, when I was a teenager at some par- uh, party that my parents dragged me to. And it was um, actually kind of funny. So I said, we're going to do that with our family because I was tired of having to go shopping for years for every single person you know, to buy each person their own special gift. I was like, this is not fun. This is not the joy of Christmas that I want to have. So um, it's not Secret Santa. Um, instead, it's, uh, we have, uh, we almost make it challenging. We started with a $25 cap. You couldn't go over $25, but you can't go less than 25 It has to be there. So if your gift costs less, you have to supplement with cash. And, um, but I do have some family members that they actually try to stay low and they try to buy things on sale and they say, but the retail value is those people don't deserve to play, (laughs) but, um, it's, it's just, everybody brings a gift and it's a gift exchange. We draw numbers and the first person who gets to, um, pick a gift and everybody wraps their gifts. There's, there's, um, uh, secrets about how to do it. Like you can do the really nice wrapping paper, usually have the worst gifts. And I like to wrap things because I feel like I buy really cool things. I wrap them in the ugliest newspaper I can find just to make my gift look undesirable because I know it's good. That's an example of an ugly newspaper because <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know who out there like, you know, has newspapers still but i want to know like is it not the comic section is it not the lifestyle section is it like the dirty political news oh no it's the help wanted ad isn't it it's help wanted ads it's whatever i can find it's usually a mishmash of like whatever and it i don't have um i don't subscribe to the newspapers but i always get like the small newspaper it's uh, it's mandatory, it seems. Food ads. Called the midweek. <laughs> and there's, so it's a short size. <laughs> so I have to like piece it together. You know, you have to Frankenstein a large piece of, <laughs> and I just keep taping it and folding it over. Anyway, 
I have this thing where I instituted because people were getting lazy and they were bringing crappy gifts. I said, there's going to be an additional prize if your gift is stolen the most, because that means you apparently bought something that everybody liked. So you show up with your, your gift and we have, I swear, our family has grown to 25 people. Um, this year is going to be our smallest because of the coronavirus pandemic. So it's just um, our household. But in my house, we still have a lot of people. Um, it'll be nine, possibly 12 if my um, uh, other family show up. But I'm trying to recommend that they don't. Just, it's okay. We'll do it again next year. This year, we'll just take a break and keep it small. But um, you show up with your gift. It's got to be, we increased it this year to $30. Um, it's got to be something good. And one person, we just go through the numbers. First person opens a random gift. And then the second person who comes up, they can either steal any gift that's open or they can just open another gift. And you go to the three and it's kind of the same thing. Um, we kind of instituted a fair policy. So if you're gift gets stolen, obviously you get to go and get a new gift, but, um, and you can also steal again, you just can't steal from the person who just stole it from you. Um, but we also let the person who's number one, who opens gift number one to also have the opportunity to steal anything just to kind of make it fair. Cause one is like, it's, you don't know what anything is. And, uh, it's actually kind of fun. Uh, everybody kind of gets something for Christmas. And then, you know, you're not buying hundreds of dollars worth of gifts for each, every special person. Instead, you're just playing a game that's kind of special. And then everybody has more money to go buy themselves something, <laughs> themselves something that they really want, you know, instead of receiving a whole lot of gifts that are okay. <laughs> and you, you question. We should like, talk about those okay gifts because <laughs> I've had a couple of those. I'm like, why do I need this air diffuser for my car? <laughs> or... What was something weird? I got like a cat butt flower pot. I was like, first of all, <laughs> I'm not I'm not a cat lover per se, but a cat butt flower pot is not something I would enjoy, right? <laughs> and there's always those weird socks. Like why? I mean, I enjoy some funky socks. Like I have Sesame Street socks and I'm proud to wear them, but you know, don't give me those socks that you just didn't want, and they were at the bottom of your drawer, and you didn't take the um, you didn't take the tags off, okay? From like ten years ago, I can tell, I can tell what how old socks are. I just can, you know, you can look at the the tag, and you just know, you know. But I just think it's funny, like you know, people people feel obligated to get people gifts, but it's just you know right now even so I, I was actually surprised that you said that you guys increased the price yep i'm like first of all who who right now can spend money i don't understand what did you raise the price because there's less people or what what, what was the... uh we had to raise the price because things were getting more expensive and it was getting challenging to find something oh, in that price wow. range so like Inflation's i remember thing one year, the thing that got stolen the most was this $30 hose from Costco. Garden hose. Come come on. Everybody wanted that garden hose. You know, practical gifts are the favorite thing. The so other you're telling favorite me thing, that your sons or your nephews wanted a garden hose? 
No, but there's my uncle there, my aunt's there, um, a lot of homeowners there. Hoses don't last that long. Everybody needs a new hose every once in a while. Did you guys this hear is that? A good hose. The moral of this story is the <laughs> hoses don't last. Yeah. Hoses don't last. But they I thought don't. you said hose don't last. So I was hose. just, I was confused. <laughs> I was confused. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. No problem. I was just like, dang. Okay, my. Yeah, especially in Hawaii. Last. You know, you leave your garden hose. It's in the sun and it cracks and soon and sooner or later you need a new one and this was a good one so it was a $30 hose I don't spend $30 for a hose for myself I would buy like the cheap one that's probably like 10 bucks <laughs> you know those those definitely don't last but when I bought this one that was $30 I was like I could really use this <laughs> and so of course that one got wrapped in the ugliest newspaper but someone still opened it it was my uncle and he's like yeah I want this yes yeah, I need this. I think another useful thing in Hawaii would be like a fan, like a $30 personal that's right. fan that just USB chargeable, you know, like mm. that no? would be no. that would be. But people want and those big fans, like just a regular standing room, those are more than $100, which is to ridiculous get a because fan. because on the mainland, they're like 60 fifty dollars like i've got one right here that i'm looking at right now and i'm like she would kill me for that fan <laughs> she would kill me for that fan um and it's true because i i remember it was just so hot there and humid and all i wanted was air circulation like 24 7 yep you know we do have yeah. our humidity well i think the funny thing is like you know i when I moved away, I had a lot of leather items that I brought mm -hmm. there. They were covered in mold. And I was like, seriously? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mold, you got like, to constantly be caring for your leather items. I have a jacket that I have to put this, like, um, leather conditioner on at least yeah. once a year. Wow. Wow. See, see the the more you know, and then there's that little <laughs> star that goes over, you know, the shooting star. The more you know, folks, um, is just... There's there's just things that happen there. You know, your your hose melts in the sun. I think my car was like changing to another color. <laughs> Hawaii is closer to the equator than any other state. So, yeah. And it doesn't look like that on the map and the globe. Yeah. Such a deceiving deceiving thing. Like we should make our own map again. Um is that, you know, things just melt or they mold melt. or they become homes to like these centipedes and <laughs> crazy looking spiders what are those things called those cane spiders oh cane spiders they are the freakiest thing they're large you know they're you know, you know aquanet do you guys do you remember aquanet you know aquanet like the hairspray yes okay yeah okay i'm not gonna i, I literally went to a discount store bought like a hairnet you know uh -huh. not hairnet <laughs> aquanet aqua i bought an aquanet uh can of spray and I left that on the counter because there was a there was always a cane spider that just appeared, you know, in the early morning, and it and it makes that weird noise on the counter, like oh yeah, because it's like, its so, legs are like bones or something. It just looks like a horror. So if movie. you were ever amazed <laughs> by the power of Aquanet, like I'm going to tell you, it is a spider killer. Did it? And did it you, kill a spider? I mean, it yeah, it didn't kill, kill it. them. It no, would it kill would them. Kill it. Okay, like not they just would freeze them in place. Up. It okay. would freeze them. They would shrivel. 
And oh. I thought about how many times my grandmother used to spray that in her hair. And then I realized, like, Aquanet, keeper of <laughs> yeah. hair, but also killer of spiders and other yeah. miscellaneous creatures. Yeah. Wow. So just, just another tip for you out there is that, you know, you can use Aquanet <laughs> that, as a bug. That's cap. probably better than um, WD-40. Is it WD? No. No. Um, brake fluid cleaner. Yeah. Uh, no. That stuff is That's so like toxic. toxic, but it will kill one of those big giant cockroaches instantly. That's so scary. The cockroaches when are scary about too. It, well, yeah, they are really scary. They I don't know. There's scary. a lot of scary little creatures over in. But nothing live, can so. kill you. Nothing can kill you. The the cane spiders they'll bite you, but and the worst thing is that they will jump at you. Like if you run towards them, they will run at you and jump on. you. Well, they always said that, you know, the more you scream, the more flying cockroaches are attracted to that high pitch frequency. So that's why they always aim for your mouth. Oh, so when you see a cockroach and especially if it's flying, you keep your mouth closed and you don't scream because they come at you. Have you ever noticed like you turn on a light and there's a roach there? It runs after you because it knows you're like panicking. So always keep your mouth shut. You it's can scream on the fear. inside, but they do. <laughs> you know, you they're like, oh, bears and wolves and lions can sense fear. No, cockroaches. <laughs> cockroaches can sense fear from a mile away. And you're like, stay in your corner. And then it starts to fly. And you're like, where's it going to fly to? Right at you. Right at you. And you're just like looking at it in the eye. And you're like, don't fly at me. And it flies right at you. And then you oh. have nowhere to run. Oh, well, I have p- so much PTSD about some of the big cockroaches. I was sitting uh, un- near a lamp in my living room on the couch, and I was like, I don't know, 14. And this cockroach came flying across the house. And it <laughs> I think it was aiming for the lamp, but it went into my very long hair. And it was flapping its wings. Oh, my God. I was scared. I was screaming. I don't know what happened. I kept shaking and running around. And, of course, you know none what it of said, your family my... members are helping you. They're laughing. I would laugh, too. You know what? It picked the weakest link in the entire room. Like, you are that's my the target. weakest link at the moment. Yes. I'm going to pinpoint you. It was like that one. that's the one that I want. I'm going to tell you, I've had my, you want to know my worst cockroach story. I have never shared this with anybody. The only person who knows is my mother. Okay. I used to work in a huge office building, thousands and thousands of people. You know, you think an office building is pretty clean. You know, you got your cubicles and things. I'm sitting there and I see this roach on the way to the bathroom. On the way back, I sit down. And suddenly I felt something go up my pant leg. <gasps> and I grasped my pant leg by the like my hip. Yeah. Almost my hip. It yeah. was like mid mid thigh. I like held it and I was yeah. like, oh my God. So luckily, this was a lot, this was my very first career. My mom worked in the same building. I called her and I said, I have like a 911 emergency <laughs> and I'm very calm. So this is like me. I'm like, I have a 911 emergency mother. And she's like, what's the matter? And I go, I need you. I need to go to your office. So she's not on the same floor. 
So I'm holding my pants and I'm scuttling, let's say, to the elevator. I get on the elevator. Of course, there's people on there. So I look really crazy because I'm holding my, like, a bundled piece of my pant leg at my thigh. And I get to her floor and I, like, scuttle off and, like, limping all the way. I get in there and she's like, okay, what's the matter? And I go, there is a roach in my pants. And she's like, what? How does that happen? I go, I don't care. I start to cry a little because I'm like mortified. So luckily she has like a corner office. I take my pants off and there is this dead roach. Miley, I was traumatized. So you killed it. Traumatized. I killed it, but it was against my leg the whole time from journey from one floor to the next and I looked crazy and I was in my mom's office crying and I mean thank god for moms like thank god for moms who have an office because I literally (laughs) had to take my pants off and the rest of the day I felt its legs on my skin and they hurt they've got like those sharp little spikes on their legs and I'm like so all of all of the time the whole time I was just like oh my gosh I'm so mortified by the time I got home I burned those pants I burned (laughs) Those pants. I was like, goodbye, pants. I don't care how much you cost or what you look like on me. Goodbye. Like, because that's all you can think about, right? But out of every single cubicle, every single office, that roach went up my pant leg. My You were the leg. weakest link. I was uh-huh. the chosen one. <laughs> the chosen one. And I was like, God is testing me. God is testing my fortitude. That's what the spiky thing is. My dad smashed one just a couple nights ago, and then he squished it with his hand, and then he went to grab a paper towel and really clean it up and then squish it again, and then something stabbed through the napkin to his skin. It was the legs. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what's in there. Because that's why they can climb on walls and just stay there and look at you, and you're like, (sighs) oh, my gosh, why are you superhuman right now? (laughs) I I They have superpowers when they can't fly <laughs> and they just crawl Me too. i'm like but when they know that they have wings and they have power over you they just fly I hate they just maximize so their their power i'm just like why are you oh my gosh my life is over <laughs> like you know i almost feel like my whole entire life just flashes before my eyes because first you think oh my god there it is oh my god don't move uh, but i want to scream internally and externally Oh my God, it's flying towards me. My life is over. And then you see everything just, I didn't live. You're like, oh my God, I didn't get to eat that last donut. You know, like, and it's coming towards you. Your mouth is open. No matter what you're doing, your mouth is always open. Like why? You know, bird shit comes down. Your mouth is open. A bug is flying through the air. Your mouth is open. Like, I don't understand why every moment in my life or someone else's life, I know other people have experienced this, but when you... You have your mouth open, something just wants to be in it. And I don't get it. Like some stupid bug, bird shit. I mean, the other day I was like shit on by a bird and I didn't even realize. Like nobody told me. (laughs) Here it is, like white in all its glory. And I'm like, why didn't anybody tell me I've been walking around with bird crap on me the whole time? Yeah. Like it's not fair. No. That's why they tell you it's good luck because I think they want you to feel better. Yeah, but don't let me leave it on there and walk around like no big deal. People will stop and tell you your tag is out, you have toilet paper on your shoe, and you have hair, you know, like a like a hair on your arm or your jacket. Yeah. 
or lint, but they yeah. will absolutely not tell you that there's bird shit on you. Why? Why? They Let's throw that out in the universe. You... Why? <laughs> they also won't tell you if you have stuff in your teeth. Nobody tells you when you have stuff in your teeth. Exactly. That's another one. Are they just trying to say, like, maybe they want to enjoy it longer, you know, get that little <laughs> flavor in there? I never understood that. I'm like, why didn't you tell me I had something in my teeth? Oh, I didn't know if it was important. <laughs> important. It is important. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'll sometimes do like this, you know, to, you know, yeah. just like kind of brush up on my lip to tell people. And then they're like, what are you trying to say? And I was like. Uh, what am I trying to say? Like, you, you know, you get stuck. And then like, oh my gosh, is my mustache growing back? And I'm like, no, you're a woman. Like, come <laughs> come on, calm down. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not rubbing my upper lip to tell you that your mustache is coming back. Like, that's what people do. Is they're yep. just like, why are you rubbing your upper lip? Oh my God, is my mustache back in? I'm like, no, come on. <laughs> I've never you had that thing on your before. lip. You have something in your teeth. Now my mom, yep. okay, I got to say this one thing. My mom... She'll have something on her lip from eating. Like, she just enjoys her food, okay? As she gets older, <laughs> she just enjoys her food so much. I'm like, Mom, you're smacking. Or, Mom, oh, my God, there's, like, a piece of something on your lip or the corner of your mouth. She will literally go to wipe it, and it will go and travel to the other side. <laughs> and I'll be like, Mom, Mom, you got to wipe you gotta wipe the corner of your mouth. And she's like, why? And I'm like, it moved. And she'll, she'll wipe it, and then it ends up, like, on her forehead, her cheek, or her ear. And I'm like, all right, I give up. And she'll, like, do her whole face. And she still will have it on her face. And I'm like, all right, that's it. You know, like, you, there's there comes a point in time when children just give up on their parents. My mom having food on her face is the moment that I've, like, know that I've been defeated. Like, I'm like, all right. <laughs> Thrown in the towel because it just travels and I don't understand. Like my brother and I have constantly made fun of my mom because she always <laughs> manages to get food on her shirt or have traveling food entourage <laughs> around her face. And I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you've seen that before. I do. I think I've done it myself. <laughs> See, you can relate. I think that happens to me. I'll be I, wiping it, and it, I think it's something else was on the napkin, and something else goes there, but the other thing came off. I don't know what happens. You know, it's just a sad moment in life. You're just like, man, I just, I just can't win. <laughs> you know, the food has won. I, and I just think it's funny. Like, parents always end up with food on their shirt. Like my. My mom on purposely will wear mostly dark colors because she knows, like, if she wears, like, a white, it's done. White shirt, it's done. Right? Mm -hmm. But it's, like, we're we're starting off our meal, and she's, like, eating, and I'm, like, hey, mom, you already got something on your shirt. And she's, like, damn it. You know, like, she's, <laughs> you know, it's just, like, like, she's in shock, but she shouldn't be in shock because. <laughs> she wore the dark like, colors. <laughs> we she That's why. She goes, I'm going to wear dark colors because we're going to go eat hot pot. And I go. Okay, that's great. I will, like, look over initially within the first five minutes. Hey, mom, you got something on your shirt. Damn it! You know? <laughs> and it's the funniest thing because she just, she tries so hard. But I think there's just sometimes, you know, like, you always hear, like, battles. Battles can't be won. Like, there are multiple battles that we, we have we have addressed 
that you just can't win. Food on your face. <laughs> food on your shirt. Yeah. Roaches that fly. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the chemical toxicity of Aquanet. Yeah. And and cane spiders. Oh, my God. Do they really need to exist? <laughs> I don't understand what the purpose is. Um, I literally was like, what, what in their right mind finds that edible? They have loud uh, steps. I remember do. when crawling across my mirror and it was like clickety clack. Like it had tap you, shoes. You on. know what it's like? It's like Toy Story. You remember that one baby head stuck on the spider legs? Yes. That's exactly yes. what it sounds like. And that's exactly what it looks nightmares. like. Except it doesn't have the scare the cute baby head. It has the, the baby head like was not hairless. Cute. It's like a hairless tarantula. Because it's big like that, but then it's got these freaky long legs. I think my, my life just flashed before my eyes. <laughs> I went to um, a porta potty and I was, I was working on this film and we were sh the shooting out in the cane, the sugar cane fields. And um, we had porta potties for the crew. And so I went in to use this porta potty and I literally just pulled my pants down and I was about to sit and I looked up and just above the door was a big cane spider the size of my head, you know, because of its long legs. And I was like, oh my God, please don't jump on me. And I just like walked right through. I just got up and I just kept myself low and I went right through the door, pulled my pants up when I got out. But I was just like, oh, my God. I had some friends out there. I said, is there anything on me? Is there anything on me? And they're like, no. I said, there's a big cane spider in there. Right. And, like, I just think it's funny that you're just like, I'm out. Like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. out. I'm out. I don't care. People, I'll, I'll walk out with my pants down. I don't care. There was a cane spider in there. I think it would be worse though if it was like in the porta potty and came up while my butt was on top. I think I would have died. <laughs> I think I think we I think we'll need to revisit the porta potty stories because I have some pretty good ones too from the military for so long. So that'll be good for for next time for sure. So to be continued on the porta potty conversation. Oh, we've gone down this road. We've gone down this road, <laughs> but everybody can relate. I know. No, they can't. Oh, oh my God. Okay. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. I can't believe I laughed that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So we are hoping to have another podcast uh, to be out on another Aloha Friday. Mahalo for joining us, and if you're interested in our next session of My Ties at Sunset, please check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and MyTiesAtSunset.com. Also check us out anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. So please look for us, and until then, ahui ho! <laughs>